Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, the Yankees had a very busy uh, trade deadline. We'll get into all those moves, as well as look at the uh, Seattle Mariners series where the Yankees unfortunately dropped two out of three. Cole got bombed. But before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. So if you're listening now and you want to get future episodes, you want to get notified, and show us somewhere on the pages a subscribe or a follow button. Hit that and get notified when new content goes up throughout the season. So uh, Yankees, you know, kind of interesting week. I think had a very, very, very successful trade deadline. Uh, again, got to give your hats off to Brian Cashman. I mean, uh, brought in a lot of talent here without really giving up any of the what you call the blue chip prospects. Uh, I'm not going to go deep dive into all those moves. I'm sure you know by now. Kind of do that for a future episode. Kind of give the postmortem. But of course, uh, Frankie Montas from the A's. Again, there were a couple of main starters out there. Luis Castillo went to the Mariners, and Montas was kind of like the second big name thrown out there for a start. And the Yankees were able to secure him, as well as a multiplayer deal that also brought in. Uh, leave it, uh, Lou Trevino. Now remember, we have Jose Trevino. This is Lou Trevino. So same spelling, a little different pronunciation of the last name. So Yankees bringing a starter and a reliever, a reliever who um, a couple years ago was probably a little, you know, had some better stats, been struggling a little lately, but the Yankees feel there's enough raw material there that maybe they could turn them around. Uh, then even before that, uh, made a move to bring in Cubs right-hand reliever, uh, Scott Efros. Now I thought that maybe they'd bring in Dave Robinson from the Cubs, but I guess they were looking at the Cubs, but not the Cubs a reliever. I was looking for Dave Efros, kind of a bit of a sidewinder there. Uh, so and under control for a couple more years. So again, another good move by Cashman. Um, they ship out the uh, immortal Joey Gallo, and that the writing was on the wall there that either they're going to DFA him or um, just trade him for a bag of balls. I mean, a, a, you know, typically, you know, someone like that who has a major league track record, even though he's struggling, you're not going to send him to the minors. He's not going to probably want to do that anyway. So, uh, but at least the Yankees are able to find a taker for him. So he goes out to L.A. for. Uh, reliever, I guess, prospect in the minors there, Clayton Beater. And the last but not least, probably a move that none, none of us really saw, but if you look at it, it kind of makes sense in a few ways. Uh, trading Jordan Montgomery, again, kind of with the Yankees for quite a while here, um, to uh, the Cardinals for Harrison Bader. Now, Bader is actually in a boot right now, dealing with a plantar flashitis situation, but he is considered one of the best defensive center fielders in the game, so you kind of understand that move. And, uh, you know, it's something I mentioned at the beginning of the year, something the Yankees really kind of need, kind of a really a center field slash leadoff type hitter. I'm not going to say he's really ideal leadoff hitter, but definitely someone in center field the Yankees could uh, use. I know they have Tim LoCastro um, as well. So it's kind of a bit of the same player, but you know, you get, again, you're seeing a lot of, you know, judge having a great season, but you know, at some point, you know, you're going to want, um, you know, judge maybe get off his feet a little bit in September. Again, we'll just see, you know, in terms of dealing with chasing a home run record, but anything kind of late in defense, especially in the playoffs too. He wants spectacular defense in center field. Um, so, again, that's the situation that Beta could provide. Again, do a little bit more deep, deeper dive with that. But more immediately, the Seattle Mariners came into town. Now, they're a team uh, in the wild card hunt there. Now, the Yankees had a bit of a break. I mean, their best player, Julio Rodriguez, wasn't available for this. Hand injury was on a 10-day IL. So, you figure the Yankees, you know, you know, w- it would be to their advantage. But, unfortunately, Seattle did come in here. You know, maybe the Yankees are a little high off the, all the uh, trade deadline stuff and, you know, players going in and out of the clubhouse there. You know, there's all the news. Kind of got knocked off the game a little bit now. Um, they did take the first game there, and the little bright spot there was Domingo Herman getting finally his first win of the season. But to the offense, they got him an early 3-0 lead thanks to a three-run home run in the first inning uh, by Anthony Rizzo off Marco Gonzalez, a lefty no matches, so a lefty on lefty uh, violence there. Um, now the uh, Mariners did pull it in in the second inning. Um, Kyle Lewis with a solo home run on their job, pulled it within 3-1, but then from there the Yankees just took off Aaron Judge, uh, again, just what can you say about him? It's his, you know, with DJ LeMayo on, uh, went on, hits his 43rd home run of the season, 
puts the Yankees up five to one at the point. And, you know, really got to look at DJ LeMay. I mean, look at his stats, really, really creeping up there, almost now getting closest to 300, uh, really starting to heat up there. You know, I think he had a good start to the season, then had a bit of a lull, but um, you see him getting on base a lot lately, a lot in front of Judge as part of these big, you know, Yankee rallies. Uh, whether he's on, either Judge hits home run or Rizzo hits home run, but you always see DJ, DJ's in the mix there, so it's just good to see that from DJ. Uh, but this, I guess maybe the king of the game was this would be Jose Trevino uh, in the fourth inning. Yankees already up 6-2, to two, hits a home run, and then in the eighth inning hits another home run, puts the Yankees up 7-2. Uh, to That would be your final score, but multi-home run game for Jose Trevino, his first one as a New York Yankee. And some good news there to see uh, both Aroldis Chapman and Jonathan Wiseguy having a clean inning. Uh, just good to see for them because they, you know, especially Chapman's been a little up and down lately. But actually, Chapman now a little more consistent. So again, they didn't move Chapman, and they really didn't bring in any, would you say, a one arms from anywhere else. So they kind of looks like they're going to stick with Chapman there, and looks like he has straightened himself out a little bit. Again, I'm not going to paint roses over over him, but a little improvement there. So we're taking baby steps. Uh, but again, just good to see uh, Domingo Herman. Not not spectacular, but you know, give, give the Yankees five innings, uh, just two earned runs, uh, one strikeout, three walks. Uh, but just kind of gets that first uh, win there. Just going to get him on the roll again. Um, you know, Severino now actually moved him back. Uh, he's actually on now to the 60-day IL. So it looks like he's not going to be back till September. So it looks like this is going to be Herman's role for a while. And also the fact that they shipped out Jordan Montgomery, probably just to make room. Uh, and Montgomery, you know, you know, just kind of get back to him for a second. Had him struggling a little bit in July uh, in six starts, no wins. And the Yankees actually lost all the games he started. So, you know, a couple months ago, he was kind of getting on a good roll there, but there's a, a lackluster um, July. You know, a couple of games where, like, you know, you, you just, like, have it for a few innings and fourth, fifth inning just implode. Uh, so, again, maybe just part of the reason that the Yankees are just looking at the shit now. Maybe just figure out this is the best he's going to be. I don't know what else for him. We need room on this in the starting rotation, so let's ship him out. So, again, this looks like this is going to be Herman's job for a while until Sebi comes back. And when Sebi does come back, who knows? Again, what I suggested previously, maybe Sebi comes back as a bullpen arm, someone – uh, just for the seventh, eighth inning, just to blow people away with his fastball. But again, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. So, uh, brought the Yankees down to game two. And this game is a bit of a concern. One just for Tyone, just absolutely terrible. Now, his previous start against the Royals, I mean, technically he didn't give up any runs, but he was grinding the whole game. I mean, he did, yes, he gave the Yankees six innings, but it was a struggle. Uh, got out a lot of jams. Again, had a very, very friendly strike zone by the umpire there. I mean, both teams did, but definitely Tyone. And got a lot of cold third strikes on some balls uh, that you may be a little outside there. Uh, but not the case here. It kind of got slapped around. Um, ended up giving up three home runs in the first two innings. Uh, the Yankees were in a 4 nothing hold by the fourth inning. Finally, uh, the Yankees got on board thanks to a, a double by Donaldson. Cut the deficit to 4-1. to one. And that man, Trevino, who, again, who had two home runs the previous game, uh, with a 2-1 home run of his own with Donaldson on, pulled the Yankees with a 4-3. Now down 6-3 in the sixth. Rizzo. Also with a home run in that first game. Hits a solo shot. Pulls the Yankees to 6-4. And then Donaldson, who got the Yankees started with an RBI um, earlier in the game with Matt Carpenter. Hits a two-run home run. So if a lot of people say, hey, Donaldson, he never gets a big hit, never getting a big spot. Hitting a big clutch two-run home run at that point, tying the game 6-6. You figure, all right, here comes the Yankee machine. They're coming back. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, this would not be a night for the Yankees. Uh, with Lucas Lucky on, uh, pinch hit to Sean Haggerty. Pinch hit home run off of Lucky in the top of seventh. Put Seattle up 7-6 at the point. And then in the bottom of the ninth, uh, Seattle attack on another run. Yankees down 8-6. Had a little bit of a two-out rally there uh, with a bunch of walks and bases loaded. And you figure, all right, maybe they'll get a double here. Maybe get a, a grand slam, walk-off grand slam, or at least a single that could at least score two runs and tie the game. But no, 
Andres Munoz um, was able to get out of the jam. And again, the Yankees squandered a base of Lodato and Nico. So even the Yankees, for the most part, even though they lose a the game, there's always a ninth inning rally there where they just come up short. Either they come through and have a comeback win, or they at least make it interesting. So they made it interesting, just want to lose it. But the story here is this tie on, terrible. Um, couldn't get out of the fifth inning, goes four and two third innings. Um, with two hits, five earned runs. We killed him here with a four walks, six strikeouts, but four walks. And, you know, you kind of worry about Tyone a little bit. Is he hitting the wall a little bit? You know, decent in the Royals game, but again, he grinded a lot. Uh, it, was, it was difficult for him. And if you look at Tyone, it's really his last good start was before the All Star break. It was that Saturday game against Boston Red Sox. And even that game early on, he wasn't that good, but then he kind of settled down, only ended up giving up like one earned run. And as long as he's healthy, that's okay. But uh, again, Frankie Montas just get, come to this Yankee starting rotation is giving a little shot in the arm, much needed at this time, which now brings the Yankees to Game Three. And inter- interestingly, this was going to be the debut of Luis Castillo. Again, he was the, probably the main big arm out there on the trade market. He ends up going to Seattle, and this was going to be his first start against the New York Yankees. It's kind of ironic against the Yankees' ace Garrett Cole. Unfortunately, Cole just did not show up for this game at all in the first inning. This got absolutely bombarded. Um, Started off the game uh, giving up a single and a walk. And then Eugenio Suarez with a three-run home run puts Seattle on the board, 3 nothing very early. And then it just didn't stop there. Carlos Santana, the veteran, added a solo shot. And then Jared Kalanick hitting 130. It's a 130 hit. I know there's a couple home runs, but still a 130 hitter. He also hits a home run. Puts the Yankees down in a 6 nothing hole very early. Again, cold bomb early on. And I mentioned this before in previous you know, grants and episodes. You always have this one inning from Cole lately where it just he just had, doesn't have it. it. Happened in his previous start against the Royals. He was cruising around fine. And in the fourth inning, fifth inning, gave up all the run, like, like almost all the other runs he gave up in the game was just in that one inning. And we've seen this plenty of time from Cole. Very puzzling. Uh, you, you remember the, the game in Detroit? He had to be pulled out of the second inning. Then he had that one game in Minnesota. Gave up like three consecutive um, solo home runs. So you just have this these starts by Cole this season. Again, Overall, having a good season, but it just seems like he has that one inning each of these games where he just gets absolutely mobbed. Because the rest of his game, he was fine. He settled down, he was fine. I mean, uh, you know, the Seattle did scratch another run across, but it was just that one first inning, giving up the six runs. This has been a bizarre season from Cole. Now, IKF did get the Yankees on the board, kind of fluffed with an RBI single. In the second inning, scoring Benintendi made the game 6-1, to one, but this game was really, Yankees really never shot. Down 7-1 in the bottom of the seventh, Higgy doing the cash and duties that night. Uh, with a run on, hit a two-run home run, pulled the Yankees in a little close to 7-3, but that would be your final score. Uh, and again, the Yankees never really, you know, you never really had a never really had a good shot in this game. Again, Cole just put them in the hole early. They couldn't go to the bullpen early there, so he was able to tough it out. Gave the Yankees at least six innings, but um, seven hits, six runs, three three of those earned from a home run. Um, did give up a walk and eight strikeouts. I mean, he's gonna strike a lot of guys out because he's cold, but still, uh, just got absolutely, um, you know ambushed there in the first inning and the Yankees never able to cut it and his counterpart Castillo decent enough um, went six and two-thirds innings surrendered five hits three earned runs again one of them being the two-run home run from Higgy uh, but a decent start enough six and two-thirds innings eight strikeouts three walks and just three earned, earned runs and he gets the win over Cole Cole dropping now to nine to four against Seattle um, kind of takes it to the Yankees and again Seattle you know coming in here again they didn't have Rodriguez but again they're fighting for a wild card spot they just got Castillo Defensively, they were excellent. You knew that coming in there, so the Yankees kind of, kind of taking you know taking a little bit by surprise here and drop two out of three games. So Yankees now going to bark on quite a little bit of a long road trip here. Starts off in St. Louis, and interesting enough, now the way it lined up that now Nesta Cortez is going to start the first opening game 
uh, for the Yankees. And as it reads, possibly, possibly Montgomery might be starting for that first game. So just ironically enough, the Yankees might be facing Montgomery um, in his first game now in a Cardinal uniform. Or if it's not that, that Friday game, it might be one of the, the next two following games. It seems like Monty's lined up for that. So a little interesting there. And Monty was kind of taken by surprise. Um, after the game, he was kind of heartbroken. I got to say, he came up with the Yankee system. Been here a little bit, had the Tommy John surgery and battled back. And again, overall, for the most part, was having a decent season for the Yankees this year. But I guess it's, you know, they figure, look, this is as good as he's going to be. He's never going to be a superstar. And look, we, we need room on the starting rotation. We're not going to put him down in AAA. So it's like, what do you do with the guy? And and I guess whatever reason, they just value Herman more there. Because we've seen Herman be an 18-game winner. You know, We've seen Herman do more, again, when he was healthy or not, when not, you know, suspended for that whole domestic uh, incident. So I guess they just value Herman a little higher there and decided that it was just the right time to part ways with Montgomery. And, of course, the big cheese there, Juan Soto, Ends up going to San Diego with Josh Bell and San Diego really loading up. Not only they land Soto and Bell, but also pick up reliever a hater from Milwaukee, the the tough left hander there. So um, they're definitely making a push. Uh, Mets really do much. Uh, just you know, pick up like a you know some like a, a couple of bullpen arms like that. So uh, you would think of Stevie Cohen and all that. You know, maybe want to make a big splash, but they kind of kept quiet. Uh, but the Yankees again had a very effective. Um, trade deadline, brought in a top-line starter, which right now looks like they need it because you're seeing some guys like Tyone hit the wall a little bit. Um, you know, and Cole, again, I'll, I'll, I'll say Cole's tired or have an issue, but, you know, I think anytime you could bring in a top-line starter like that, it just helps everybody. The Benettini move, of course, way before that, very good, excellent. Um, Scott Efros, let's see, again, good stuff with the Cubs. Let's see if he can do it in New York. I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, and, um, again, have the center field of beta. Again, you kind of have that a little bit with Tim LoCastro, but again, he's kind of he's a top line defensive um, center field guru there. Uh, so hopefully, he gets on his feet soon there. And of course, as we all know, shipping Gallo out of town just at this point, it was getting rough. It was getting ugly. Fans were getting on him. He was just making bizarre comments, like he knew the writing was on the wall. So at that point, you just got to move something like that. Not saying he's a bad person or a toxic person, but you got to move him out of the clubhouse and then put him away. So moving forward now, got this long road trip in the league action. And the fun starts off at St. Louis, a great baseball town, great baseball fans, great stadium there. So uh, it's going to be, you know, fun to watch. And, of course, the Cardinals, they were kind of in the Soto uh, hunt a little bit. So, you know, they didn't end up in Soto. But, again, you know, they're looking for postseason run themselves. So it should be a good competitive series, three-game series. So we'll catch you. Uh, again, as I mentioned before, if you need if subscribe, make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll see you soon. Thanks. Thanks.